Hey everybody, it's Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. I am your host, Nick. Below me is my brother, Josh. Josh, say hello. Hey, everyone. And to my left is his twin, Jake. Jake, say hello to all the fine people. Hello, fine people. Uh, did everything... Are we fine? Did yep. it cut out? Yeah, you didn't cut oh, out at all. We heard time. your beautiful pipes. Nice and clear, Jake. Beautiful voice. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. We are trotting right along through 2016 today with Q2. We've also got a, a new segment after the meme today. We are going to have a little time for a rant, so stay tuned for that. That is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be good to blow off some steam. We are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our sibling podcast. They are all awesome, especially Inconceivable. I've been listening to that one. That is pretty good. Little chunks, little eight-minute episodes. It's a lot of fun. As always, you can get us wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple, Google. Check them all out. Wherever you get us, rate and review us. Five stars, please. We are starving boys. We will take all the stars. We'll take your kind words as well. And you're not so kind words because you know what? We do our best work off spite. It's just what we do. It's what we were raised on. Um, before we get into the meat of the show, gentlemen, what is everybody up to? I just got done playing a tournament uh, over the weekend. Raha Winters Championship. I got 129th. I think out of like 800. And okay. NA, NA is pretty stacked. Uh, it's kind of hard to get that nowadays. Um, what else? TFT is still there. Been a grind. It's been hard lately. Hard stuck diamond. Um, I think that's about it. Uh, I'm on the last season of Smallville, so there's that. I've been rewatching One Punch Man because I think the new season's probably coming out soon. Later this year, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Are they uh, are they doing a live action one one punch man or am I making that up? No, that's one piece. Okay, they're doing a live action one piece. Yeah, it's Which, not gonna be good. Quite honestly, yeah, it's gonna suck. I mean, I <laughs> I only watched the first episode of Cowboy Bebop IRL live action. Um and that was okay. Um, I haven't really watched any other live action just because, you know, it's just cringe. It's straight up cringe if you've seen any, like, anime that so, this portrayed. Just to clarify, One Punch Man and One Piece Man are not the same. But One Piece, well, it's One Piece. It's just, just One Piece, not One Piece Man. So it's One Punch and One Piece Man. One Punch Man. Doing this on purpose. One Piece. Asshat. No, I'm just I'm just trying to make sure I get my anime clear. I don't want to get roasted in the comments. Well, you're getting roasted because you just butchered both of those. I'm you're, sorry. you're 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 going to be up there with the the uh, Luffy wearing shoes instead of sandals meme people are making fun of. That's a meme. Oh, is, is he wearing shoes in the live apparently, action trailer? Apparently, I don't know if it's the trailer, if it's uh, the pictures that they have of it. Uh, someone they keep pointing out like he's got shoes. He doesn't wear shoes. He wears sandals, and like their excuses. Uh, our actor's safety is our number one concern. It's like, yeah, well, you're going to get roasted the fuck out of it. Our our pirate people didn't want to get piss on their feet, so we had them wear shoes. But, Jake, 129th out of 800, you said? Yeah, something like that. I could probably pull it up. How long did it take for you to, to, to get to that point? Like, it could not have been, like, a couple hours. I imagine it was probably a solid, like, half the day at least, right? Um, so I think I played, I think I only streamed for like three hours Oh, before I stopped. Um, cause the tournament ended at like nine o'clock that night and it started at, the tournament started at 11. Well, actually that was a lot quicker than I thought it'd be. Okay. Well. Yeah. The tournaments can last all day. Oh, let's I just figured you getting into, into the, you know, the, the hundreds. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. He, that was probably a good half oh, the day he spent. I got 129th out of 1411. Damn, dude. Right. More impressive. Okay. Three hours to get 129. That's. And hey. the, the 2v2 tournament is this Sunday. What is that? Almost above. What is that? Almost top 10%? That Something is top like 10%. That. 129 out of 40. Out of 1014 or something like that. Yeah, fourteen hundred eleven. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, top. Yeah, math. He's definitely it's, top ten. It's too late for all this math, gentlemen. Well, Jake, that's uh, impressive. Congrats on the the one twenty ninth. Congrats, bud. Yeah, better at twos anyway. So it's this. Oh, uh, that's fair. Yeah, this one 
Sunday is going to be a different turnout. My the best I've ever placed on a major is 17th, and I've done that four times, which is also very impressive. Well, you'll have uh, to you'll have to let the show the, know about the next tournament so we can all tune in together. With the uh, the prize pools now, uh, the they're giving out more money from I guess they're giving out more money from more placements. So like when I placed 17th, I didn't get anything, but now if you play 17th, you're going to get something. Jake, if you give me and Josh enough heads up, we will cast your play in the next tournament. Uh, uh, okay. I mean, I am going to San Diego for a dream hack land tournament. We'll have no idea what we're talking about, but we'll cast the shit out of it. Yeah. We'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll wing it. Oh, here's here's Jake, pronounced spear player in the Brawlhalla community. Let's see what he does here. Oh, he picks Rayman. What the fuck is he doing? Oh, I'm not. I would never pick Rayman. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you know Ray. this, Josh. Rayman does not have a spear. This is way out of his comfort zone. I do not know what he's doing here at all. Oh, he he picked up the gauntlets. What is going on? He he just jumped off the stage. It was unprovoked. He turned around and he, I think he's throwing. He's throwing the match, ladies and gentlemen. And my days of casting Brawlhalla tournaments, I've never seen anything like this. It's sickening. It's ruining the integrity of the game. Damn shame. This man's modding. That'll that'll be fun, Jake. That'll be a lot of fun. Josh, we'll we'll have a good time doing yeah, it. Yeah, we'll we'll fucking have fun with it. <laughs> Jake, anything else that we need to be aware of on your radar that you've been checking out? Uh, I'm in a Air Force Gaming TFT tournament next week. I don't remember what day that is. Is that oh? Is that all airmen playing in that? Yeah. Awesome. Dude. No seamen. No, no seamen. <laughs> uh, actually, I think that might be. It might be Friday night. Oh, that's cool because we're doing the the other thing thursday so yeah that's solid we're good yeah all right, all right. Hey, nick what about you uh well i was singing its praise before the show but i'll get i'll get back into it hi-fi rush is probably the greatest game in the last five years one of the greatest games in the last five years to come out um i was playing this i was playing this the last time we talked i beat it got credits last night it the characters like I don't think I've cared about a video game character in a long time. And Chai and the rest of his ragtag team, they just, they feel like real characters. They have flaws. They have things that they're worried about, things that they're working on in their lives. They all kind of give Chai shit because he's this, he's this loser. He's a poser. He's a freaking poser. And they all give him shit, but they all come around to liking him. And the people like these characters and the, hmm, Mm -mm -mm. people are a little uh i forget what the character's name is is but there's a scottish redhead tall redhead that people are way too into uh be careful with the rule 34 here in the next few weeks uh when you're looking up hi-fi rush i think her name's cortica cornica are we are we talking like lady deboness um, no, the village no, she's, lady she's not stepping like, on it she's nothing like that she's not well, i know but i mean like in the equivalents of people wouldn't like it was like avoid the internet rule 34 for her at the time. Is it that equivalent? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, don't, don't like go to like some suspicious subreddits and type and type in Cornica. So just avoid Reddit Cornica. in general. <laughs> just avoid, stay off, just stay off Reddit. But these characters, they're all great. They're all really well written. The art is beautiful. It's cell shaded. It seamlessly goes from 2d to 3d. Um, combat's fun. It's not, punishing you if you're terrible with rhythm it's not it's not going to like slap you on the wrist and be like get better at this game it uh so there, it's a music for those who don't know it's a music based uh action game kind of like you're attacking on the beat everything around you is going to the beat as well it's just a really well-made game uh stories about you know just a company trying to be like it's it's kind of it's kind of the antithesis antithesis it's kind of the antithesis of uh live action games uh it just has themes of like companies needing to be plugged into their customers at all times and um just the opposite of that but it, it doesn't take itself too seriously it's a lot of fun it's got a lot of heart i say everybody check it out it's on game pass i played it on steam it's on xbox uh believe it or not this is, i think this is the first xbox exclusive since 
first major Xbox exclusive since uh, Halo Infinite. Um, I mean, if you're counting Grounded and um, Pentiment, I mean, those are basically, those are exclusive, but this is a big Xbox game. They, they paid the money for Bethesda. They're getting stuff like this. Uh, it's also from the, ta it's the Tango uh, Gameworks people who did uh, Evil Within 1 and 2, and then also uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. So it's a completely out of left field. It's freaking, they went from those horror video games that are middling that people either love them or hate them to this game, which is just universally loved, and I love it. And then the other game that I've been spending a lot of time with this week, still working on my review for uh, Chained Echoes. I need to spend a little more time with that and finally beat it. Uh, RPGs, man, kick my ass. The other game I've been playing is The Case of the Golden Idol, which is a point-and-click point like mystery game. It Basically, every mystery is like a single screen, and like sometimes you'll click to go into other rooms. But you're like finding out names of people, uh, actions, and then like you're using the words that you find around the location to like solve the crime, look, name each person who's there. And like, so like, for example, there's one where uh, there's someone dies during dinner and you have a diagram of the dinner table. And based off of stuff that you read in the, like the notes that you read and the details you've gotten from some people, you have to determine who you have to do. Yeah you have to try and determine who sat where. And so like you put the names in and that kind of helps you solve the crime and determine who's who. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. I am about five hours into that. I think I'm almost done. I think I've got one or two scenarios left. Uh, the art is kind of crazy. If you guys pull that up, Case of the Golden Idol, uh, it's, very, it's like a dirty, grimy, pixel-looking game. The characters are very unsettling. Uh, I'm sorry, not five hours. I'm three hours in and I'm almost done. Um, there are characters with masks and the masks are kind of like weird looking. It's very occultish. It's very, uh, it takes place during, I want to say Victorian times. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to history class. Uh, that has been a lot of fun. I'm not reviewing that. I'm just playing that for fun. Uh, other than that, we've got another game I'm reviewing. We who are about to die. That is a gladiator game. Uh, feels like a live action game. I still need to spend more time with it. Otherwise, uh, New, Mar new season of Marvel Snap came out. Got the MODOK card, which uh, discards your whole hand. It's supposed to play really good with Gila and the Invisible Woman, but it's just really hard to chain them together, so I'm working on a new deck over there. But otherwise, on the TV side, watching Mad Men just finished season five. Mwah. More on Mad Men when I finish it completely, though. You, Josh? Oh, I have uh, found a new new found love for the for the ps5 so i'm going through all of my games there now i'm currently doing ratchet and clank rift apart okay uh, i actually just modded my controller yesterday to uh have back pedals instead of spending 200 hours on controller i spent 40 bucks on this um that's really about it for the most part just been kind of working on myself trying to trying to do better and yeah about it you guys make me sound so long-winded that's because you are you like in the details it's like nick won't shut the fuck up but here here's real quick what i'm you're, doing this is this is even <laughs> you you talking is like half the podcast so <laughs> you know i bet you i bet you there's a software we can plug the mp3 into and it would return the three voices like yep Nick had this many, you know how like people will when a show is over, they'll do a chart of like how many lines each character had. Do you see why I always suggest like, Oh, maybe we should switch up who's hosting. And you're just like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. And it's like, okay. Nick Perry likes the sound of his voice. What can I say? I love to talk. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Josh? No, that that's just about it. All right, well, with that in mind, then, we are going to go ahead and jump into 2016 Q2. Boys, are you ready? Let's do it. Q2. April 12th here, up first, uh, released for the PS4, Speak of the Devil, Josh. This was Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Uh, I believe this was this was the, uh, the remake of the first one, right? It's a retelling, basically. It's a remake, but the way they kind of spin it off so it doesn't feel like a remake is it's a retelling in... Uh, um captain quark's uh perspective so i remember this i remember because this came out this had a corresponding movie that came out with mm -hmm. it 
And I remember this game in the movie just having like a Pixar feel to them. Just like, I feel like this was the point where like console games really started to catch up to, uh, to movies on that see on the, um, on that side of things. Um, I think this had this had like some of the perks of like going commando and later ratchet and clanks where like the weapons leveled up, right? Yeah, so the way I kind of put this is it took like the best aspects of all three games. The only thing I did not like about this is like you said, Nick, it felt very much like a like a Pixar movie. It just it didn't feel like the ratchet and clank that we were all used to. I, it's Ratchet and Clank's weird because people love it as a series. Like people love the the whole thing as a package, but I don't think people look back to like maybe going Commandos like the one exception. But I don't think people look back to like specific titles in this series where they're like, hmm, yeah, that's the one. You know, like when you look back at Jack and Daxter, people a lot of people really like two. Uh, when you look back at Crash Bandicoot. Uh, people like two and three. When you look back at Spyro, Spyro, like it really took off with Reptos Rage. I don't think, I don't really think like when people think Ratchet and Clank, there's no specific game they go back to because they all kind of, they all kind of feel the same. It almost feels like at this point because like you were saying, you were playing Rift Apart, which is the PS5 one that came out. Was that last year or 2021? Yeah, I think it was last. Uh, end of 2021, early 2022. At this at this point, it almost feels like Ratchet and Clank is, uh, you know how like you know how like Sony uses Gran Turismo and Microsoft uses Forza kind of as like their hey this is our graphic powerhouse is going to show off the power, kind of feels like that's what Ratchet and Clank is for PlayStation. I can see that. I can agree. Um, this definitely felt like, hey, if we were to max out all the specs of the PS4, this is what you're going to get. I don't remember the timeline exactly, but I think right around this time is when Sony finally bought Insomniac. <laughs> I think you might be right on that one. Because at the, so this was twenty six. This was mid twenty sixteen. So they had to, they had to have been putting work in on Spider Man already by this point. Because what was it? Sunset Overdrive was the year was twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen. One of 2014. those Twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the fact that Sony didn't own Insomniac this whole time. And they got all of those. They got all of those resistance games, all the Ratchet and Clanks, all the Spyros, uh, whatever, whatever else they were doing. Like, it's kind of crazy that they, like they've had Naughty Dog this entire time, but Insomniac was just like floating around. Like, I'm surprised Microsoft didn't go like full Dickin and like, oh yeah, we're this. This is ours now. Sony didn't acquire them until 2019. Was it 2019? Wow. 2019, Sony acquired them. <laughs> That would have been, that would have been like, you know how it wouldn't have been as big as Microsoft trying to acquire Activision, but that would have been, you know, like Sony getting Bungie recently. That I think that would have been a little bigger than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's 2019. Just to be linger, like to have that have that record that they had. So they didn't even, they didn't buy them until after Spider Man. They're like, hey, yeah, you know what? We'll fuck with you guys. Well, so this was the time where they were like spreading out. It's like. They they had so many different projects. They were diversifying themselves. Because well, I think, so from here they had, um, I'm trying to think. So obviously you had Sunset Overdrive, you had Ratchet and Clank. They did that Song um, of the Deep game that was published by Deep. GameStop. So I wonder, uh, I wonder if, I wonder if Insomniac, so my, here's my theory. Insomniac was the more experimental of, mm-hmm. of the, so like I think, when I think of Insomniac, the other, uh, developers i think of are naughty dog of course which are basically they're cut they're knucklehead cousins and then i think of sucker punch because of um thievius raccoonist uh sucker punch also did um infamous i think they did um what was the what was the samurai game ghost of tsushima um maybe you're correct on that one so but if you look at those three like naughty dog and naughty dog and sucker punch have been third-person platformers, third-person action this entire time. Insomniac, with the PS3 era, they're like, and eh, we want to do first-person shooters. And then they're like, okay, we, we'll come back to the third-person stuff, but we want to do fast action. We don't want to do this slow narrative stuff. So they did Sunset Overdrive. They've got Spider-Man now. And then 
like song they did song of the deep and sony's like we don't know what the fuck you're doing go over there and do your shit when you when you get out of your weird first person shooter experimental indie phase come back to us and we will take you in that that would be my theory of why of why that was the way it was well it, it clearly worked out for him because not only are we getting a second spider-man but we're also getting a standalone wolverine game uh, oh, the the hard R Wolverine. The hard R Wolverine. Oh God, what what a way to announce it! But yeah, if yeah yeah the uh, I don't know if you guys saw that trailer playing or the cutscene playing that was looked very Pixar, very Pixar from uh, Ratchet and Clank. There. Um, moving on, uh, another series uh, coming back in 2016. Doom, May 13. Doom 2016 came out because that's the only way we know how to differentiate it from all the other Dooms. Uh, this was Doom kind of getting back to its fast-paced roots. If you remember, Doom 3 was a first-person, uh, slow, gritty shooter, uh, dark. They had the flashlights. Like, you were just slowly... very dark. You're not giving that justice. Guys, if you never played it, it was so dark. Even if you turned your brightness up and you had used cheat codes, it was still too dark. <laughs> I remember that, like, they even added, like, a cheat or a mod to where your weapon had a flashlight to it. It was really it dumb was that your weapon dark. didn't have a flashlight to begin with. Yeah. Like, you're telling me you have a BFG, but you don't have, like, an, a weapon attachment? Like, was it was it a literal, like, duct tape? Like, I think, I remember, uh, that might have just been a dumb joke someone made, but, like, it was, like, a yeah. duct tape mod. Uh, And then, like, I felt like it was more horror than it was, like, Oh, it action. was. They were definitely going for the horror aspect. And, and for what it was, they got the horror, but it just it failed and everything else for this. My God. I mean, I don't think, I don't think in the 2010s, there was a moment you didn't hear about doom. Yeah. So yeah, this very much, it's a lot of the strafing and jumping around like from doom and doom Two from back in the day, uh, very fast paced, you finishing moves, you're pulling people's arms off and beating the shit out of them with it. Uh, it's got this game has attitude, uh, and people love it. And uh, it's Mortal Kombat meets <laughs> Doom. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the, I mean, the characters, people really love the characters. I mean, this was like, this was it, like coming back into itself. Because I think was the new was the new Colossus the um, the Wolfenstein sequel after this. Yes. Because they did the first Wolfenstein and then they followed it up with this and then they did Wolfenstein 2. And yes. they were they were on fire there for that that skit of games because those both of those Wolfenstein games, like how awesome is it that Wolfenstein 2, the whole marketing campaign was fuck Nazis. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, fuck Nazis, man. Uh and yeah, and people were pissed about it. Like, uh, that's very insensitive. No, like, it's not. Shut the fuck, fuck up. Nazis. Shut the fuck up. Fuck Nazis. Um, but this, oh man, the, the music in this game is great. Uh, mm -hmm. Music in the f sequel to this had some stuff go down the wrong way, but we'll get there when we talk to him eternal. Uh, but just a fun game. And uh, I think this made a lot of top 10 lists in 2016, if I remember correctly. Uh, I made a lot of top 10 lists until Doom Eternal came out. I, Doom Eternal feels like something that people were very hit or miss on. So I think what this at least did was change how people game in a PC world. Like console wise, you're going to get what you're going to get. But because of this, we had Doom Eternal and that's what everybody uses to test their uh, computer setups now. It used to be, for the longest time, it used to be Crisis. And then I think at one point you kind of like had a hit or miss with a couple of games. I know like Cyberpunk's thrown up there a little bit now even. But if there's not a single video you go through on YouTube of someone like reviewing a graphics card or talking about a setup where Doom Eternal is not set up on the highest graphics. And we have this to thank for that. I, well, I think the gameplay loop on this is very satisfying because you've always got enough ammo. You're not, you're not change, you're not changing weapons like sporadically to like try and balance your ammo. I think Doom Eternal mixed that up where they're like, no, we want you using everything. We want you to be struggling the whole way through. And I think that kind of pissed some people off. Whereas this found a good gameplay balance compared to that. 
Well, I think where Doom Eternal comes in is it, it was meant to be meant to be a little harder. Like you said, Doom, this this was pretty like you didn't have to worry about balancing weapons. You didn't have to worry about uh, juggling your health. Like I, just watching the DLC for Doom Eternal for the, with the final boss, I watched that and I watched a guy do it on the hardest difficulty. And my first thought was, my God, if you're not good at playing, a, first off, a first person shooter, but if you're not good at playing Doom, you're going to die. The fact that you made it that far is impressive, but if you get to that point, you're going to die. Like I think I think you can be having a bad game of Doom 2016 and still be still be completely capable of bouncing back whereas in Doom Eternal like one thing goes wrong I think you're axed I think you're done. Yes. And then of course the plot is fantastic. I mean the fact that it's a sequel right after the N64 one. See I didn't know, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I believe it follows literally it's not like right after cuz obviously it's been a hot minute. Spoiler for those who haven't played it. <sighs> um yeah, technically it follows because I think with the N sixty four one it ends with Doom Guy staying in hell to fight the demons, and it's like however many years after it, and they find your stuff, your um, your tomb basically, where they sealed you in it, and you're revived. Doom Guy, Doom Guy, Doom Guy, Doom Guy's in Fortnite, and mm-hmm. just like that, Doom got worse. Yep, yep. Uh... Uh, well, Nick had to bring Fortnite. I knew Nick was going to have a Fortnite segment. I who, knew it. <laughs> who had 30 Sorry. minutes in? Who had it? Sorry. I won't do it again. Up next, May 24th. I'm turning my brain off for this. It's Overwatch. Hey, I love oh, Overwatch. Boy. Well, you we, can't uh, buy this game anymore. No, uh, no. You're right. This is Biden's you, America right here. You can if you go to your nearest Walmart. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> So Overwatch, uh, what I like, I remember when it first came out, the hype was real. People wanted a new, like, team build shooter that was, you know, objective based. It wasn't mm-hmm. really like killing. It was just and so many unique characters. I mean, like the the Overwatch cinematics. You can't say that those aren't awesome, and no, they still do them. Nick doesn't understand. They're they're great. Over. My my only my only beef with it all is blizzard doesn't know what they're doing with it yeah even now i don't you know I, I i haven't played overwatch 2 in a while but overwatch 1 when it was out i had a great time uh i think the highest i've gotten on it was uh diamond well see the problem is blizzard's too worried about you know not getting sued for sexual harassment in the workplace so their thought is if we work on all of these seminars and have all of our employees go sit through, you know, the day's worth of content because, you know, we can't hire good people. Um, why do we need to worry about a game that everybody loves and will love no matter what, which is not true because you can destroy something you love. I don't know. I think they're, I think they're over the whole, like, well, that was the joke is because it, the, the, for some reason they'll use like that as an excuse or they'll say that their player base is changing because of Fortnite. They'll, they'll make some excuse of why pe- other than blaming themselves, they will blame others for the mistakes that they're making. I know a lot of, a lot of people actually compare overwatch to Valorant just because like abilities and whatnot. Um, Cause I know a lot of pro players or competitors actually went to Valorant when overwatch was kind of dying. See that that's valid because well, I mean, look at Valorant. Valorant's its own it's it, it's CS:GO. Come it's on, it's yeah, it's CS:GO. But I can see where you would be like, oh, I don't want to play CS:GO, but I want the abilities. I'll go to Valorant. That, that it's valid. But then I have to ask you, okay, well, why don't you go play uh, Team Fortress Two? And you're going to tell me to shut up and get the hell out of here because that's a dated game, dude. I don't. Even hey, know. it still has a dedicated fan base. When's the last time you played TF2? Do I need to pull up my Steam and look at it? Orange box for me. <laughs> um, I'm pulling it up now. Give me, oop, sorry. Uh, it it had to be like two, uh, 2010 was probably the last time I played TF2. Yeah, I haven't touched it in a while either. Uh, yeah, 2010. <laughs> Josh was like, I, I played it yesterday. Oh, okay. No, I, I know I didn't play it yesterday, but I was like, eh, it's going to be at least eight years. No, it's been over 12. 13, I was just there so. yesterday. Well, I'm just saying, like, oh, so when Overwatch first came out, yes, 
it was, I mean, my God, the hype was real. People could not stop playing. I remember at one point, even if, even when they expanded their servers, it was impossible to find a match within a couple minutes. You were, if you were lucky, you got in a match in like 10 minutes. That's how big it was. And I'm like, oh, great. This is, and it was a fun game. I loved all the characters. And then we had their problems with, you know, all the, the unbalanced players, the smurfing at one point. I'm pretty sure that was the thing. I might be wrong. I might be thinking of something else. Uh, smurfing might be, but that's a lot of competitive games are. Right. No, it's not something that's not, it's only going to play this, but there's just, I know there are so many issues and they kind of fixed it and it kind of died down because then you started getting Valorant. You started to get, uh, um, CSGO made its huge, a big comeback. League of Legends was still blowing up a lot of the multiplayer. So like, there's so many other games out there. It's like, okay. No, so I'm, I'm surprised you didn't mention what actually killed Overwatch. I was waiting for you to mention it. And that was GOATS. GOATS killed Overwatch. What are For the uninitiated such as myself, what are GOATS? So GOATS was a team, just a random team of that debuted and just they they figured out that they don't need any damage dealers they all they had to do was play tanks and support and they it, they would just be unbeatable they would and win they games so then everyone started doing just tanks and support to the point where the game was so boring to watch that they had to change how competitive was played to the point where it was a roll lock Okay. So you had to you had to have someone play a damage dealer. You had to have someone play support, and you know whatever. So and did that, that was the start of the going downhill. So did that play in the decision to take Overwatch Two and make it go from six to five? That was I probably don't one of the reasons. No, but probably. Okay. But yeah, it was. That's when the game really changed. It was when goats came around. Hell, and it became a huge meme because people started bringing goats to like, <laughs> to like <laughs> tournaments. Oh, R.I.P. Overwatch, you are missed. Not really, not by me at least. I mean, it 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 is what it is. Is Overwatch Two going to be up there? Maybe at some point, but right now, it, there's it'll never be at the prime of Overwatch ever. I don't know. Overwatch Two. My issue with it right now is just its ranking system. It's so weird. Jake misses the loot boxes. I do actually. I do. <laughs> when you all you had to do was level up and you got a box. That's all. It was free. Jake's just like, I want the shiny thing. Just give me the goddamn shiny thing, please. Like I would have, I would have dropped sixty bucks on the game. Like I remember when Overwatch came out, I think I dropped twenty five on it when it was on sale. But... I bought it for the sixty. All right. Sorry, sorry to ruin the Overwatch party, but we're moving on. June 14th, another game whose popularity I do not understand. Dead by Daylight came out. I did not realize Dead by Daylight was this old. Uh, guys, oh. can you explain Dead by Daylight to the uninitiated? I know all about it. Yeah. Could you explain so, it to my friends listening? So basically, think of a 4v1 and a horror aspect. So you have four survivors, one killer. Killer's job is to kill the four survivors. The four survivors are tasked with escaping, which requires them to do one of two things one they have to activate i think it's four generators total throughout the map yes so and to activate each generator uh, you can either have one player or multiple players on the same one to make it go faster and after like a few seconds it varies between like two to ten seconds there's a quick time event where if you successfully get it you keep moving it doesn't make any noise if you fail it alerts the killer of your location at least where which generator at. so like, i would say so so those quick time events they're known as skill checks in the game yes uh for all the, the gamers to all the vets that play this game um it's it, think about like evolve where it's just 4v1 this is where the 4v1 was still kind of like doing its thing i think this is probably one of the games where uh it kind of was successful I mean, the game's still popular to this day. Maybe not as popular as it used to be, but like, there's the player base is still there. It, they're adding killers, they're adding survivors. Like, it's always like it's it continues to get better. 
And they've got IP characters. So they've got Michael Myers. They've got Freddy Krueger. They brought in Nemesis. They brought in Wesker. It feels uh, like they're adding killers all the time. Yeah, so they are. I mean, there's there's still very much a lot of love for the game. Um, It's still plagued with a lot of toxicity, especially from Survivor. No one wants to play a killer. They all play Survivors. And it's mainly because of the perks, from my understanding. Perks and the flashlight are the two biggest issues. So in this game... Uh, you as you play each round, you get blood points basically. I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's like blood something. So you use those points to kind of like level up your character. So you've got like I almost like it's like a, a weird looking stat tree where you unlock things, and certain things you can unlock are perks. And these perks have different abilities. There are some that uh, allow you to have a bigger target area for your skill checks. Um, some that lets you run maybe slightly faster after you get hit for a longer period of time. You can heal yourself without having a med kit, stuff like that. Um, and d- depending on the combination, it's very, it's awful. Like being a killer is just awful because at that point they're just going to meme the shit out of you. They'll just like, they'll block you. They'll stand in front of you as you're trying to take a player to the, uh, meat hook just stuff like that. They're just very toxic about it. And so I've heard like some of the timers that are like, some people will wait like 20 minutes to find a match because no one wants to play killer. And the people who do, they know they're going to lose. It kind of, it kind of sounds like it suffers from some of the same balance issues as evolve. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where and it was, and that was never the problem. It used to be the other way around. It used to be people wanted to play the killers because the killers perks were so OP. Like, Which I think they go- should be. They should be. Right, they should be. And if you, especially like if you get, well, at least when I played it, it's probably changed now. But when Michael Myers first came out, one of, his, one of his abilities is if he's stalking a player successfully, um, he gets stronger. So he's able to get to like his higher tier stuff quicker. So basically, he could literally stay in the background. And as long as you had a sight of a survivor, he was getting more powerful. And that was like the early game. Like within the first couple of minutes, if he successfully stalks somebody without them realizing it, he would be so OP. You wouldn't be able to beat him. So it was impossible. So Michael Myers, honestly, cause I had played when he first came out, he wasn't that OP. He was very, OP. what I'm thinking was OP from the start was the nightmare. Freddy Krueger. He, Oh, was he was very OP. stupid broken because you can't see him cause he's in the dreams. But like, he, you can kind of like see movement, I guess, but it's no, you hear, you hear the child go la, 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 like in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, it's, it was very hard to get away from him for sure. But Michael Myers, I remember just like seeing him. Cause like your heartbeat, your character's heartbeat gets uh, faster and louder when killers close with Michael Myers. It doesn't work that way. And he could be like at a far distance and just be staring at you. And it's the most terrifying thing you ever experienced. Yeah, it's very terrifying. I, I'm starting to see why this took off and evolved in. This seems more, more me- like memeable. Like I feel like meme- being memeable goes a long way in a game's like community. Whereas Evolve didn't have that. I also like having having the guest killers. Like, what are you going to do in Evolve? Have a giant Michael Myers hunting down these space marines? No. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of trolls in this game. There's a lot of like good moments, like funny moments in this game. This is this is almost convinced me to check it out. I might I might have to watch some streams. I, I think it's one it's one of the most popular games on uh, Twitch, isn't it? It's up there. It, I, it's I mean, it's got it's got a player base. It's it probably has like 20, 20 to like forty thousand viewers daily. At a, yeah, at any given time. Yeah. You. I mean, I might. Yeah. You guys are selling. It's me. fun. You guys are it's selling me on game. it. It sounds like, like one you totally, have to. You have to be playing it with friends for it to be. We could. We could totally like get all together and play because I remember doing that with a group of friends already. Like we just get in a custom lobby together and we just switch out who's killer and who isn't. Oh, and it's yeah. free, right? I don't know if it's free right now, but it's always on sale. Um, does anyone want to take a guess of how many players are currently playing on Steam? 30K. Jake? Uh, I want to say 80. Nick was closer. 27,000 currently playing. Which is impressive. 
Hell yeah, dog. I'm good with the numbers. Uh, up next, June 21st, this one is a doozy, Mighty Number no. 9. Uh, this was a kind of a spiritual successor to Mega Man. Very One of the most popular Kickstarters, and this is the booty-ass shit that they came out with. Um, Josh, can you, you, you've played Mighty Number no. 9. I've seen that in your Steam library. Why is this game so bad? So... What is not bad about it? It looks rough. It plays rough. This this was a game that was delayed multiple times, right? Like multiple years. Uh, be, I mean, so it launched. So they did Kickstart launched in 2013, like late 2013. So it took three, almost three years total. And I think it was supposed to release in like late 2014. This um, this this looks not fun. It it looks like a Mega Man game for sure, for sure, but it just looks like kind of like someone, you know, you know when you buy, you know when you buy like a candy bar at like a store, but then there are other times where you buy the off break. So like you usually buy Hershey's, and mm-hmm. then like one time you accidentally buy uh, Hishies. Like this just. Wait. That, Wait, was, that, was a, that was a poor attempt at a joke. You buy off-brand no, Hershey's. This looks like Mega Man without the coat of paint. They were like, uh, uh, he, we'll, we'll, we'll use his exoskeleton, but we won't paint him blue. No, what I'm confused is why would you accidentally buy something that... It, it's one of those knockoffs that looks like, you know, like, uh, yeah, you buy it and it looks like a Hershey's bar, but then you look at it and you're like, he she's he's Yeah, right. What the fuck? For. Uh, it's I, it, it's disappointing because honestly this is at a time where you know Mega Man had been like quiet dormant for a while and actually I think because of this we ended up getting Mega Man 11 oh uh, that came out on uh, Xbox One right like it was one of those um, like in, yeah. not indie releases but like came out through Xbox Live Arcade or whatever it was called at the time yeah, so like I think because of how bad this went, how how much people wanted a Mega Man successor, they're like, okay, we made ten of this Mega Man, let's make the eleventh. Why not? This game looks rough. This uh, it just doesn't it look. Is. It for being delayed as many times as it was, this does not look polished at all. This looks not dirty. Only, not only was it delayed, they kept coming back to the crowdfunding page and going, hey guys, because we need more money, we're going to give you some extra bonus content. And I think a lot of the bonus content they ended up scrapping anyway. I I think because if you look at like successful Kickstarters, people probably look back and be like, oh, Shovel Knight, one of the, like a game that came out, had the DLCs, like it took a while to get everything there. It took years, but it was one of those things where it was a steady drip of everything that was promised and then some. And then you have this game that was delayed multiple times and is in this state, if you're watching the video, my God, uh, if you're not watching the video, do yourself a favor and don't turn on this video because this game is ass. Um, yeah, so just the like the the yin and yang of those two is just crazy. And remember, this was eventually supposed to come out for the 3DS and PS Vita. It never did. (laughs) That's why I'm not a big fan of, like, starters and pre-ordering stuff. And this is a great example of why. The the only Kickstarter I've ever... One of the only Kickstarters I've ever backed was actually a free-to-play game that I backed for 100 bucks. I'm stupid. Yeah. Anything else on Not So Mighty Number 9? No, it's uh, honestly, uh, it's it's a great example of so people hate seeing or hate it when people talk about AAA titles about how the garbage they are. And we always talk about how indie developers are like the way to go. This is an example of how you fail as an indie developer. Just kind of sounds like someone's like, let's make a spinoff of Mega Man. And then they just didn't really have any other ideas outside. Oh, no, they wanted the money. That's all. That's all it was. They wanted the money. It's all about the money. Uh, we're halfway through 2016, gentlemen. Pat yourselves on the back. We're halfway there. Uh, it only goes up from here, right? Um, no. Josh, you ready for some news? Yeah, let's uh, let's go down the list. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper, mister? 
It's time for old news. All right, here we go. All right, April 20th, Microsoft announced the discontinuation of the production of Xbox 360. That's, yeah, F's in the chat for the Xbox 360. I mean, moment of silence. That thing, first place in the. First place in the console wars at the time, and it had the red ring of death. But like they just kept steady dripping the game. Like, oh hey, you want Halo? Here's Halo Three. Oh, you want gear? Oh, here's gears. Oh, and just like the, I think the 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 tennis match of like back and forth between gears and Halo really carried the 360. Uh, yeah, there were the fables in there, and the third the third party stuff. Um, I, don't get ahead of me, Josh. I saw your little thing click. Don't get ahead of me. Don't. That's not don't. even my click. That's your click. Whatever. That's Jake's click. That's Jake. Whoever's <laughs> there, don't get ahead of me. Um, the fours. I mean, the fours is really just the showpiece. But end of an era. Xbox Arcade. All of it. We miss you, 360. Come back. Speaking of end Blades. of an era, Blades. April 29th, Lionhead Studios was closed by Microsoft Studios. These were the. Honestly, these were the. These were the Fable guys, I think, because they canceled their... So they, they were doing that 4v1 Fable Legends at the time. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft's like, nah, nah, we good. <laughs> and then they shot him in the back of the head. Well, it, it was very much the, look at the lake, here's the bunny. Boom. <laughs> but no, they were like, Lionhead, look, look, at, look at the flowers, Lionhead. And I think... Um, uh, Phil Spencer came out recently and said that they handled this completely wrong. And I think I think you see a little better handling of the studios right now. Uh, I, I think 343 would disagree with how many 343 employees were just recently let go. Um, but yeah, I think Lionhead was a needless... This was a needless casualty in the console wars, and they are, they are truly missed. Truly missed. I, I, Playground is doing the next Fable game. It'll do okay. I don't think it'll be anywhere near a Lionhead Studios Fable, and that's I rest my case. That's fair. That's fair. Moving on, because that definitely took a dark turn. Uh, May 10th, Avalanche Software was shut down by basically Disney, and then Disney was like, yeah, we're not going to publish any more games, and they basically externally went out with partners. What was Avalanche doing for Disney? Uh, so they were doing, um, they did like Cars 2, the Disney Infinity game, um, Hannah Montana, Meet the Robinsons, okay, so we Chicken Little. They, we weren't losing a lot when this happened. No, and before that, they were do, they did like the tax, you know, Attack on the Power of Juju, um, Dragon Ball Z Sagas, um, Mortal Kombat 3, stuff like that, um, for those who aren't aware, though, Warner Brothers Studios bought them, uh, re you know got it all going again, the and they're actually together. the they're the band who came in and made Hogwarts Legacy. WB yeah. WB okay. stepped back in and said, "I'm reopening the studio." <laughs> and honestly, they're for their first release since they reopened the studio. I mean, you got to give them credit. It's getting a lot. I mean, even if it's bad publicity, all publicity is good. Yeah. You're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So yeah, I give them credit. Like for for coming coming out of Disney to make Hogwarts Legacy to this huge. Like I mean, like I said, good, bad, however you look at it, it's got the numbers. The biggest, what biggest uh, stream game on Twitch as of yesterday, I think it was or today. Yeah, things gonna that thing's gonna be bananas, and the people, the discourse over it's just gonna make it more bananas. Exactly. So. Give uh, give them where credit's due. Moving on. Uh, June 12th to the 14th, uh, Electronic Arts held their first fan-oriented public event named EA Play. This, this right here was, the, this moment right here was the end of E3. When EA said, no, fuck y'all, we'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do it, we'll do it ourselves. And then Nintendo falls suit right behind them going, why, why do we do only the stuff at E3? Now we get all of their, uh, what was the thing called, Nick? You just oh the Nintendo it. Direct from today. Yeah, yeah, so you get stuff like that. So yeah, at this point, it's kind of like, well, screw E3, which I, I like which to imagine. Is what doing. I like to imagine that like someone in the Nintendo offices, there on the whiteboard, it was just Nintendo up top, and someone came in and took a dry erase board and wrote Direct under it, and like one of the higher ups started rubbing his chin, like, 
You son of a bitch. <laughs> Somebody speaking, get this man in office. Speaking of which, following that, the 14th through the 16th, E3 2016 was held in Los Angeles. I don't okay, guys. think this is going to be as big a banger as 2015, but go ahead and try. Okay, so we're going to start at the top with um, Square Enix. This is the year they announced their Deus Ex Mankind Divided, the sequel to... Um, Hey, you do this. I was excited. When I heard this, I cried a little bit. Inside I do this. I was so excited. Yeah. Just did this. I'm like, I know. <laughs> there's a lot of that. Look, look, uh, look. Mankind was, I had a good trailer. That's it. <laughs> okay. For the haters, for the haters, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. EA, uh, they had new trailers for Titanfall 2. Gameplay for Battlefield 1. We had behind the scenes looks of Mass Effect Andromeda. And then, of course, their sports games uh bethesda basically it was all about vr versions of their games <laughs> yeah keep keep going uh, microsoft we had trailers for gears of war 4 halo wars 2 inside tekken 7 killer instinct recore Scalebound, rest in peace. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, and Sea of Thieves. We also got Dead Rising 4 reveal, State of Decay 2 reveal, and Forza Horizon 3 reveal. Also, this is the year cross-platform play became huge for PC and Xbox players. This is, where, this is the year where people were getting pissed at Sony because Microsoft announced this and everybody's like, well, if they can do it, why can't you? Sony's like, oh, the guys. Sony's the like, technology. you motherfuckers. <laughs> guys, the tech, it's not there yet. Um, it only gets worse from here, though. Or at uh, least this next part. Ubisoft. Uh, For Honor. Yeah. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> we did get a trailer for uh, South Park, The Fractured Butthole. Probably the coolest trailer for that year, maybe. I don't know. Demos for Watch Dogs 2 and Eagle Flight. Sure. And then we also had behind-the-scenes footage for Assassin's Creed movie. I'll move on to Sony. We got Spider-Man. Okay. Marvel Spider-Man. Puddles. The puddles are so good looking. Uh, God of War. Mm. Resident Evil 7. Days Gone. And Death Stranding. Okay, Sony fucking was bringing it that year. Sony just went, just basically put the clock down on the table and said, we going to do this or what? Here's what happened. Sony <laughs> unzipped their pants and just flopped it out on the table and said, hey, we got the games. So, you, see yeah, so, you see this bad boy? It's got the games. <laughs> so, so while Sony did that, Nintendo went, let me grab my ruler. Right behind them, they did... Pokemon Sun and Moon. They talked about a bunch of their, um, like their indie games, basically. And then, of course, the full reveal: The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I do feel like I feel like an E like anytime Zelda came out at E three, Nintendo's is like, all right, all right, kids, stop playing here. Here you go. Here's the real <laughs> thing that you want. Um. From there, really, it obviously you get your like bits and pieces. Like there's Dragon Ball, Xenoverse two in there, Dishonored two, um, Prey. Prey was cool. Um, any other noticeable ones I could think of on this list? Injustice two. Did they? Did some asshole announce Tony Hawk Pro Skater five at this one? Uh, who would have done that? Uh, that would have been probably Activision. Or it might have no, already not, been out. That's it's not on this one. Okay. For Activision, they had Infinite Warfare, Modern Warfare Remastered got announced to this, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Destiny, Rise of Iron, mm. Skylanders. <laughs> Jesus, Skylanders. Fucking Activision. The, I mean, yeah, like I said, from there, it's just like a hosh posh. We got Mighty Number no. 9. You mm. got Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. That's not bad. Bloodstained. No, that's, that's a good that That's a good all right. Yeah, otherwise nothing too spectacular. 2015 reigns supreme. 
And to end the list of the news, June 21st, Supercell, the developer of Clash of Clans, was acquired by Tencent for $8.6 billion, which, to those who don't know who Tencent is, any game ad that you see on your mobile device, they yeah. somehow are involved. And more than likely, they're the reason why you get those ads. Hey. Yep. Don't jerk it till you play this game. <laughs> Bet they make it. Hey, you need a high IQ to win this game, and it's the one where you're pulling the lava out to try and get the goal. You're pulling the little thing, that, and the lava falls on it. the guy. My my favorite one. My favorite one of the ones like you watch them play it, and they're, they're purposely bad, and you're just like screaming like, "Okay, realistically, no one's gonna do this." They're playing it badly on purpose, so you'll be like, "Oh my god." This I fucking know. It just guy. it's frustrating because it's like it that doesn't work. You're not gonna make me want to play it more. You're just frustrating me. Like but I want to see somebody's actually good. They're doing it because it works. And like there are people like, no, no, I can do it better. And then they go and she's, do it. And then she's they freezing. What are you gonna do to help her? I'm gonna throw a bucket of water on her. Not fire. <laughs> I hope she dies. <laughs> oh Lord. Josh, thank you for doing the news. That was a good bunch. Uh disappointing E3. I'm sure it'll be that way moving forward. Oh yeah. Uh, but thank you. Jake, is it meme time? Meme time. Uh, I oh. got you, stanky meme. Oh, we've got so many. All right. Uh, let me pull up. All right. So go ahead. All right. Oh, well, this one's, uh, you know, self-explanatory. This is your home. In the trash can, you got Mighty Number no. 9. And you got your homeboy, Mega Man, putting them in there. Because, you know question yeah. i i didn't think to ask when we were going over the game is that the character's name mighty number nine i don't yeah, know that is his name that's fucking stupid stupid uh next moving one, on trash game oh you can't see that one but all right there we go. me looking for the last survivor but acting like he's not at the hook trying not to be called a camper because that's an issue in dead by daylight where people especially the killer well i guess only the killer gets called a camper because they'll hook a survivor and then kind of just sit there and puppy guard yep. so the other survivors don't help the one that's hooked yeah sometimes i, I mean sometimes like what they're doing what they're doing i do that sometimes where i'm just like pretending that i'm not like paying attention to them like oh i'm gonna go look for this guy but i, I just wait for them to unhook them and hit them like it's easy uh yeah i don't see i don't see the issue with that like if i hook someone i'm gonna want to stay there and make sure that i it's get a, it's a mechanic it makes yeah. sense it's a strategy yeah frustrating but hey people are dumb when it comes to their competitive games and it's not even that competitive either i mean they have like a ranking but it's not like a leaderboard ranking system no best michael myers bragging rights at best 360 no scope 69 420 player all right one more meme one more. When you finally catch that one toxic jerk in a trap. <laughs> yes. If you don't recognize this, this is from a JoJo anime. And it's just so funny. Because you, the killer, you know, all powered up, about to just rip the shit out of this guy. <laughs> After he was trolling you the whole damn game. Is there proximity chat or is it all like text-based? It's uh, no, actually, not even that. So then, how do you know that the team you're playing is being toxic? They'll constantly blind you with the flashlight, or uh, they'll have one person trigger like a trap, something that alerts the killer on one side, and then they'll fucking do have like the other side do the same thing like a second later, just to like piss you off, stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know if it was like kind of like rocket league hey nice stab hey nice stab hey nice stab no they'll do that or they'll do like they'll put like the chiller, killer chase them and they'll do stuff that purposely like pisses them off like they'll ho keep hopping over like the window seal because they'll either have to go through it themselves or have to go around it that we yeah, had that one guy in the video we were watching earlier was doing that yeah they'll do stuff like that jake thanks for the solid memes memes a meme three pack if you will all right, so we have, we at this point in the show, we usually do a quiz. Uh, we wanted to introduce a new segment of the show um, called Gaming Tea Time. We're just going to give someone, one of, the, one of the hosts, 
time to rant about something going on. Could be gaming related, could be anything, uh, but we're calling it Gaming Tea Time. We've got a new, for those watching video, we've got a new screen for this. Let me hop on over there. You'll immediately see what my topic is today. It's tea time. It's me ranting today. It's me. It's me. It's me. And I'm ranting about Titanfall 3. Uh, I was originally going to rant about uh, Hogwarts Legacy and all of the, all of the, um, controversy around it, but I feel like that is done to death and you guys don't want to hear about that game anymore because I don't want to hear about that game anymore. Do you guys want to hear about it, Jake and Josh? No. So I'm I'm getting annoyed of Titanfall 3. Uh, Respawn came in. They got bought by EA after doing Titanfall 1. Uh, they put out Titanfall 2. It came out right around the same time as Battlefield 1 and one of the Call of Duties. EA obviously didn't go, didn't put any effort into marketing the game, kind of tried to use it to compete with Call of Duty and kill it off, but in fact, just freaking cannibalized the game itself. And now Respawn is in this loop of working on Apex, doing a Star Wars game, maybe doing like a, a random like Medal of Honor VR game and winning, winning, <laughs> winning an Oscar in the middle of it. And every, every other week you hear how Titanfall 3 needs to happen and in fact we hear about uh, a game getting canceled called titanfall legends uh that was going to um incorporate some apex aspects into it and be set in the titanfall world and people are losing their goddamn minds about it being canceled and uh the clamoring for titanfall 3 has come back and i'm gonna say we don't need it we don't we, we don't need titanfall 3 there's a reason uh there's a reason half-life 3 hasn't come out there's a reason that uh We've been waiting. When did Half-Life 2 come out? 2004? And here we are almost 20 years later, and we don't have a Half-Life 3. Closest we're ever going to get is Half-Life Alex, And that's because Half-Life 2 did bananas things, and it's a great game, and it's always going to be a great game. And the only thing Half-Life 3 can do is be its own game. And if it's worse, people are going to look back and just, I'm just going to go play Half-Life 2. I'm just going to go back to this. Like, it, we don't need... For that same reason, we don't need Titanfall 3. Like, Titanfall 2 is a short little campaign with a nice little story about uh, achieving your dreams, and it's got a lot of great story missions. It's got a lot of great set pieces. And what is 3 going to do that's going to change the world? Nothing. Nothing. Titanfall 3 is not going to do anything. Uh, Respawn is arguably not the same people that were there working on Titanfall 2 uh, it's, it's not, no, stop trying to recapture how you felt with Titanfall two and just make room for whatever, whatever respawn is going to do. Now, that being said, I don't want them doing star Wars games for the rest of their time. I know, uh, their head of the studio is also, I think he's helping frostbite or dice or whoever's got battlefield. I know he's helping with that, but we do not need Titanfall three. We need new IP because IPs like industry is just too IP hungry and running IPs in the ground do something new. We do not need Titanfall three. That is the end of my tea time. You feel better. That felt good. That felt really good. I hope, I hope you guys have something you want to tea time about because I feel great. Uh, um, so this is going to be our last episode. Nick just got us canceled. We don't need Titanfall three. We don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. And that's totally okay let let them let them do let them do and i'm sure this might be something else some little indie is doing let them do a farming simulator where you're using mechs you know what that is something else i've heard of it that felt great oh my god that felt great guys you need you need to you need to get some tea time in well if you didn't talk as much we might have time for it well now we have a segment dedicated to it so you're welcome i did that for you i just gave you an example of a great version of that Oh, it feels so good. So next week, and this is and this is where our, in our next TikTok video, Nick's gonna get made fun of again. Oh, probably. Uh, so next week, it is my turn to do the speed cap. Jake will be the quiz master. Jake, what game will I need to study up on? Oh man, this is oh man. What what look at this list, uh, Nick? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's gotta be something with the Overwatch. There's no, hmm, are you serious? 
there's I mean, there's uh, premise. There's not really a plot, Jake. You gotta be a little more. That's could, that's some Tom fuckery, dude. It's gonna be the same with Dead by Daylight. It's all premise. Like, yeah, damn it. Well, I, I mean, for example, I was gonna be like, Nick, name every damn character in Overwatch. But uh, I'll give it to you. Uh, let's do Doom. All right, Doom 2016. I will be speed capping Doom 2016 next week. Uh, next week, we'll be doing 2016 Q3, and I will be speed running Doom 2016. So come hang out with us then. I am Nick. You can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman. If it isn't down as of recording, it is down right now. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch and YouTube at Nick Fat Knight. Come check it out. Uh, Josh, where can the people find you? Find me anywhere at I'm Josh Sane. And Jake, I, where can the people find you? I don't think I can find you anywhere, Josh. Uh, you can find me <laughs> on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Riot, Blizzard, Battle.net, PSN, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, at Jakey Boy Kaufman. And you can also find the show uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. TikTok's taken off, actually. We had one hit 3K views. Um, I, I say taking off. That's very minimal to others. But it's cool. It's cool to see those numbers go up. Uh, numbers go up equal good. Uh, we're, uh, we don't have a Twitch, but we're working on a Twitch. We're actually going to have a Halo stream coming up that Jake owes the show. Uh, stay tuned to the socials for when that will be going down. As always, thank you to alex marvin clark for our intro and outro song hunt him down we have a link to his soundcloud go check it out he's got some great stuff over there thank you to the trident network for including us in their wonderful family of podcasts and uh rate and review us wherever you get your podcast guys we again are always starving i mean look at us we're malnourished we need those stars this has been smashing game time we hope you guys all had a smashing great time we will see each and every one of you next time